sounds, relaxing sounds here on KMABY, maybe radio, where you'll hear your favorite dental office music hits of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond. My, wrong show, I'm sorry. That's the wrong <laughs> show. Well, I'm very hey, sorry. Hey, Andy, you okay. forgot to say Turn to me, Andy. Oh, here we go. Got it. Hey, live from Hollywood and the United Kingdom, it's the Andy and Amanda Show. Thank you. Hey, over there. Hey, how you doing? Let's see you. Thank, hey, thank you. My campaign hasn't even started yet, but hey, thank you very much. Let's get on today's show, shall we? Yeah, it's great to see you all, too. Hey, thanks. Another week of the Andy Amanda Show. Thank you very much. What a lovely crowd. I'll tell you. How are we doing? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. Just, yeah. yeah, we're here for another week of the Andy and Amanda Show. All sorts of surprises, all sorts of news and discussions to have as we begin this week, the 27th of January show here, another Monday show with Andy Kimball here and Amanda Love in the UK. We have Cornell Butler over there in Delaware coordinating and putting this thing together for us back on the East Coast, and we do appreciate him doing that. And um, you're ready to start talking, you know, a lot of stuff to go over. How was your weekend, guys, girls? Ah, it was it was very pleasant, very pleasant. I enjoyed myself, very relaxed, and just yes, what I yes. needed. Yeah. Very How about pleasant. you, Cornell? That was awesome, man. It, I had a great time. I couldn't wait to get back on the show. You know, I had a great time. Just chilled out. You know. Oh, amazing! And you, Andy? Yeah. I actually thought I was on the show the whole weekend. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot we signed off. <laughs> oh, oh, talking away. I was there talking away. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, you know, and then I realized it wasn't just a while ago. Oh, wait, we're off the air. We're not. We're not. Any, we're not doing this anymore. What? What? Who turned off the mic? <laughs> Who turned off the mic? Oh, Give me that. Right. Give me that thing. Give and me then you thing. woke up, right? I woke up. <laughs> yeah. I woke up. I was reminded that that today is the International Holocaust Remembrance Day, which uh, it's yeah. a, um, what it's an International yeah. Memorial Day. Um, on the 27th of January, that um, that commemorates commemorates the victims of the Holocaust, the genocide of the European Jews by Nazi Germany between uh, 41, 1941 and 1945. And the uh, this day was chosen to commemorate that day um, that Auschwitz concentration camp was liberated by the Red Army in 1945. And the day remembers the killing of six million Jews and 11 million others by Nazi regime and his collaborators. Yeah. It was initially put together by United Nations General Assembly Resolution 60-7 on the 1st of November 2005. The resolution came after a special session that was held earlier that year on the 24th of January to mark the 60th anniversary of the liberation of the Nazi concentration camps and the end to the Holocaust. That wow. Holocaust, anyway, that Holocaust. Has there yes. been any um, other executions and exterminations just because of, of race and ethnicity and so forth and color of skin? Of course, there has been in our history. We're looking to eliminate that entirely from this planet. Hopefully, hopefully we'll move forward in that in, in, in progress. Um, many countries, aside from the United States, have instituted their own Holocaust memorial, you know, memorial days or, or, or equivalent thereof, uh, such as Amanda's UK Holocaust Memorial Day also falls on today. Uh, while yeah. others such as Israel's uh, Yom HaShuvah are observed at other times of the year. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm an atheist Jew. Uh, Cornell is Jewish, and, and my, my father was in the uh, Second World War. He was in the Battle of the Bulge and also liberated a concentration camp. And if yeah. I, growing up, I've heard many, many stories about what that experience was like. And, of course, uh, my mother is a, is a, was a proud member, a sustaining member of the Holocaust Museum and a big-time contributor um, in Washington, D.C. And for those of you who have not seen the Holocaust Museum, post-COVID, I recommend that you, you take the opportunity to travel to Washington unless we not forget um, what human beings are capable of. Let us, let us yeah. not forget that ever. Let us ever, yeah. never forget it. Let us never forget yeah. it. Yeah, you know the, the the humans that exterminated those six million Jews and those eleven million others were had the same blood that we all share. We're the same yeah. DNA that we all share. Well, you know, it's it's hard to say the same DNA. It's hard to believe, I should say, but biologically, yeah. uh, 
we all share the same DNA and, and uh, you know, there's not, not much more I can say than that. Um, but um, you did a great job, Andy. You did, Andy. Well, you know, so it's, shalom, it's such brother. a moving, it's such a moving thing, and it's you know so tragic. It still haunts me when I hear about the stories and actually what went on. I don't think anybody will ever forget how serious and disgusting it really was, and. Um, my heart goes out to everyone who's even experienced anything near it or been in it, has family who's been in it, you know. Um, I love you all. Well, thank you. Nicely said, nicely put, nicely stated. Thank you. We, thank we you. have, a, you know, a lot to talk about um, uh, today uh, because yes. it's, uh, it's not a particularly sunny day in L.A., which is very unusual. Oh, so okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, yeah. Today's weather is brought to you by Toilet Flush, the new toilet antiperspirant. <laughs> thank you. Now, <laughs> on with today's news. Um, what's new on your side of the world? Amanda, take it away. What, what? Okay, so uh, yeah. I've got four different things uh, tied with COVID. There's been four, four different um, stories going on. So... Let's start with the first part. So I mentioned on the last show about the proposed uh, measures for those who enter in our country and the possibility of government providing hotels for COVID isolation purposes. So today it's been official that our Home Secretary, Priti Patel, has now set out the new UK border measurements to reduce passenger flow and to protect the UK from the spreading of the virus from red list countries, which are those classed as high risk. So... The police have stepped up their procedures with checks at addresses to make sure that isolation rules are being followed. We are refusing entry to non-UK residents from red list countries which are already subject to the travel ban. And the hotels will be provided for those who cannot be refused entry, including those arriving home from red list countries where we have already imposed travel bans. They will be required to isolate for 10 days without exception. We are still seeing people not complying with these rules. And pretty said that the rules are clear. People should be staying at home unless they have a valid reason to leave. Going on holiday is not a valid reason. So we will introduce a new requirement so that people wishing to travel must first make a declaration as to why they need to travel. This reason for travel will be checked by carriers prior to departure, and this approach effectively mirrors the checks on arrivals that are already in place with the passenger locator form. And secondly, working with uh, policing partners, we will increase police presence at ports and airports, finding those in breach of the stay at home regulation. Anyone who does not have a valid reason for travel will be directed to return home or face a fine. And third, we will urgently review the list of travel exemptions made to make sure that only the most important and with exceptional reasons are included. So that's that to do with uh, the hotels and stuff. And then we had another situation go on. The police and bomb disposal unit were called to the facility where the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccines are produced. So uh, John Roberts, who is a guy who runs the facility next door to the plant, said that he heard a big bang, a an exploding sound around 11.35 early on Wednesday, which is today for you boys and not so much for me. And he did not know where the sound came from. So after stepping outside, he could not see anything until he looked to the other side and saw two men on the roof. And before he knew it, police had blocked off the road and were looking in the bushes. Turns out that a suspicious package was received and the plant was evacuated. After checking out the suspicious package, police confirmed that the package had been made safe and its contents would be taken away for analysis. The brief interruption, however, has not affected the production schedule and all is back to normal. Uh, the other thing um, is our Labour Party leader, Sir Keir Starmer, is currently self-isolating after coming into contact with someone who tested positive for the virus. And also Boris Johnson's press secretary, Allegra Stratton, is self-isolating. And as if there has been nothing shared as to whether she has tested positive, it's looking like she is playing it safe after Health Secretary Matt Hancock came into contact with someone who had tested positive also with the virus and is currently self-isolating. And the last part of this 
little story is the EU has been demanding its order of Oxford's AstraZeneca vaccine after they have had short supply. The EU have been angered by not receiving what they had ordered and the UK company have blamed the production issues at Europe's plants and the EU are arguing back that they should be receiving doses that are made elsewhere. So apparently the UK factories were part of the agreement and the EU signed an advanced purchase agreement, which didn't exist at the time of signing and has not yet been authorised. So they signed it to ensure that the company builds a manufacturing capacity to produce the vaccine early so they can deliver a certain volume of doses the day that it is authorised. So there's a bit of an argument, a bit of a barney going on between the EU and us right now, boys. <laughs> Which probably isn't going down very well since the Brexit thing either. So yeah, it's not looking very pleasant. <laughs> Whoa! Right. Yeah, wow. there's, you know, here we have we have the um, the Senate, um, for lack of a better word, trial, the equivalent of a trial to convict the former president um, of um, insurrection, inciting a riot. Um, Forty-five senators signed. Um, um, on not to convict already, or not, not they, they didn't sign on not to convict. That's not correct. They signed on saying that it was uh, not uh, appropriate uh, because he's no longer a sitting president. But there's cases, there's case law, and there's actually been cases where uh, there have been impeachments and convictions there after the impeachment. The impeachment already was right um, mm -hmm. of other officers and other offices uh, that have, that have been executed um, thereafter, which is to say after that person left office. So. Um, and there's nothing in the Constitution that says you cannot have a Senate uh, trial after the impeachment. And uh, and what they're also looking, I think, to do is to vote the 14th Amendment, which would prevent Donald Trump from ever holding public office again. I think that's what they're looking to get out of this thing. He's got a – he's still to this day. He's no longer president, and there's still – he still has a strangle. He's a stronghold, a chokehold on, on yeah. the senators. Like they're afraid of this guy. Uh, why is he playing golf? It's just unbelievable. And, you know, yeah. this, and I don't know how many of you, how many of our listeners around the world. Oh, and I've got to say something about that real quick. Then I'll get back to this before I forget. I want to welcome all of our listeners in 15 countries around the world. On Friday, I looked at the numbers, not only in the countries we were in, because we already knew we were in those countries, but our numbers are increasing in every country we are in across the board. And I want to thank wow. all of you folks who know you're out there. In Russia, in Iran, in Turkey, in South yeah. Africa, in Australia, in China, in Canada, in Mexico, in Peru, in Colombia, you know, and I welcome, and I know I've skipped a few of you, but you know who you are, and I thank you for joining, uh, joining our show and, and taking part in our, uh, in our madness. Anyway, what I was going to, <laughs> um, to oh, say is a... that, you know, these senators, uh, if you look at what they said the night of and day after, um, when they came back into the Capitol building after the insurrection, after they were all cleared out and they came back in to officially count the, the um, electoral ballots and you know, nominate and put Joe Biden in as the next president officially. It's a ceremony, really. It was already it was really decided that he was going to be the next president. Uh, and listen to people like uh, Lizzie Graham. Listen to people like uh, um, McDonald. Don, I call him Donald Duck. Listen to uh, McConnell <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and what they had to say. And suddenly, suddenly, well, well, and I hope they get to see these videos and new videos that have come out just over the past few days um, that have been released uh, with these people screaming as Trump is speaking, uh, march down to the Capitol, and you hear people screaming, take the Capitol, take the Capitol, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. And their wow. lives were threatened. If they, you know, they were saying put a bullet through Nancy Pelosi's head. People said that. They were they, they raided the Capitol. They went there to do that. They went there to do that. And how these yeah. senators have the audacity, have the audacity to say that Trump had nothing to do with it, that it's not constitutional for us to hold this hearing, the hell with them. Hope we vote every single one of them out of there. You know, that's what I have to say about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, getting back to more a positive note, um, yes. Joe Biden, you know, well, Joe Biden, you know, this before we move on to what Joe Biden's doing now, which is commendable, um, the um, he's going to be strangled. You know, the, the Senate is going to be occupied, preoccupied with this with this hearing for most of 
February, it seems. You think it starts February 9th. And what that's going to do is really put a roadblock in any legislative difference that Joe Biden can implement within his first 30 days or so of office. And what, you know, what, so it's, he's, 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 walking in a very thin tightrope right now. He's brand new. People are saying, okay, let, let's see this guy. Okay, Sleepy Joe. Let's see, you know, what you're doing. And if you, um, uh, you know, there are people out there who say, hey, he signed these executive orders, but they're not in the federal register yet. I've heard people say that on conservative Facebook pages. And you know what? I yeah. looked up the federal register and guess what? Every single one of them is there. And I posted them on the conservative Facebook pages. Actually, I do that, man. I'm not no, you know, I'm wow. no bullshit. You know, you know, <laughs> I, don't, wow, I, I, I go a lot. Wow. I, I, <laughs> I posted every single one of them. There were 17 of them. I posted every single. I copied and pasted every single one of them. Oh, oh they're yeah. on the Federal Register, are they? They're saying, mm-hmm. well, you know, is Biden really, you know, he said he signed all these, all these executive orders and, and not one of them is in the Federal Register yet. Yes, they are. <laughs> and I put them on the fucking guy's website, all right? <laughs> oh, my God. Fair play, Andy. You know, Fair play. These fucking bullshit. You know, there's crazy people out there. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, I um, so, so, um, so Joe Biden, uh, he has an environmental attache a, um, who's John Kerry, the former uh, Democratic presidential candidate, former senator, former secretary of state. And he gave it an incredible press conference this morning, and I will play it probably tomorrow. We're not going to have a show, but you'll hear some. what I'm going to do on tomorrow's show, Thursday, is just you'll come on. I'll say, hi, here it is. And we'll play this press conference because it's long. I don't want to occupy the entire show with it. But I do have a, the introduction of the uh, of it. I thought it was fabulous what you'll hear and what, what they're planning on doing and how they're going about doing. Of course, they, they joined the Paris uh, Peace Accord. Um, and um, and let's just take a listen. This is uh, from this morning's press conference regarding the uh, environment. Thank you, everybody. Uh, today, President Biden will build on the actions he took on day one, and he'll take more steps to fulfill a commitment he made to tackle the climate crisis while creating good-paying union jobs and achieving environmental justice. In his campaign... He and Vice President Harris put forward the most ambitious climate vision that any presidential ticket had ever embraced. And he spent more time campaigning on climate than we have ever seen. The president also has consistently identified the climate crisis as one of four interrelated existential crises that are gripping our nation all at once. And he's demanding answers that can address all four. Genetically engineered to be superior so as to lead others to peace in a world at war. He's not waiting to take action, getting us started on his first day in office because science is telling us that we don't have a moment to lose to fight against all four of these crises in a way that recognizes their intersectionality. He's always committed the U.S. to re-enter, I'm sorry, he's already committed the U.S. to re-enter the Paris Climate Agreement, and he committed us as well to start undoing the assault on our environment that has occurred over the past four years, and he is now taking additional action to really target the challenge of climate change. So today for me is a very good day. Just one week into his administration, President Biden is continuing to move us forward at the breath and the pace that climate science demands. Today's executive order starts uh, by saying it is the policy of this administration that climate considerations shall be an essential element of U.S. foreign policy and national security. That's where the big guy comes in. There are three things that constitute erectile dysfunction. It gives my colleague, John Kerry, the first ever international climate envoy, the authority to really drive forward. That will restore American leadership on climate throughout the world. And you will see and hear more about that from Secretary Kerry. But here at home, we have to do our part, or we will not be able to make the kind of worldwide change that climate change demands. So this executive order establishes a White House 
Office of Domestic Climate Policy, and it directs everyone who works for the President to use every tool available at our disposal to solve the climate crisis. Caulking gun, cordless drill, electric drill, spirit level, hammer, mallet, pocket knife, wrench, adjustable wrench. Because we're going to take a whole of government approach. Yeah, there'll be more of that. Wow. I yeah, love the power you. tools list. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> fabulous. Oh. <thing>. Fabulous. <laughs> that's great, though, about Biden, you know, pushing yeah. the, the climate change because that's a huge deal for everyone and uh, very proud, great, very proud of his efforts. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Um, now everybody yeah, will get a Tesla. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got a new update. It's installing right now. I, matter of fact, I got in my car to go run an errand, and um, and uh, my my daughter Angus is in college in New York, and uh, and she they're back there in quarantine, um, and um, so they're there for a while. But and she said, "Hey, Dad, I've got this box in my room. Can you can you ship it for me? Like so, it gets there next week." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take care of it. No problem. You know, she'll tape it and wrap it." And then she called me. She got some more things to put in it. And it's just box in room. I think a little box, whatever. Some things that she wants me to take the post office and ship. And I walk into a room and I, I about broke my back. I thought, "What do you have in here? Bricks? Unbelievable!" <laughs> so I, <laughs> you won't believe it. This huge box. I, I was like, I had to go get wow. a hand truck. I got a hand truck. Wow. So, so anyway, I brought it to the post office. I dragged it in, completely out of breath. It's cold here today. I was woke up a sweat like you wouldn't believe. And um, <laughs> oh, wow, what kind of sweat? All right, I'm just making the story. It wasn't that that bad, but it's yeah. a great story. It's a great visualization. Anyway, so um, yeah. so I I did that and I drove back and then when I parked my Tesla, it said you have an update installed now and I'm like hell yeah, hell install that thing now. What's this thing, going to yeah. go to the moon and back by itself now? You, you bet. <laughs> but this thing's been, you know, I, I saw this Tesla. I've watched Tesla YouTubes and all that stuff. I can't help it. I'm just, like, addicted to this car. Yeah, and, and, and and this YouTube guy who's, I don't know, testing something or showing a new update said, question for you. How many of you yeah, – this guy owned his car for 15 months, and I'm about the same. And um, he said, how many of you who've owned your car for a while are as excited about your car today as the day you bought it? And I raised my hand. There's nobody here, but I'm raising my hand, jumping up and down. <laughs> me, me, I am, I am. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, Tesla is an amazing car. They are affordable. If you go look at your – okay, let's say more expensive Hondas, your more expensive Toyotas, Fords, your more expensive uh, Chryslers. Um, I know the the uh, the um, Chrysler minivan. I thought it was really cool. I went to go look at one. Actually, I rented one up in Seattle one time. Not, but they gave it to me, and uh, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, this is a great car." It was a Pacifica, Chrysler Pacifica. It was great, great. So, uh, yeah. forty-four grand more than a Tesla. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, uh, folks? If you if you can put out between forty and seventy thousand dollars, I mean, that's a, that's a range. But you know, people buy cars in that price range, and there's a lot of them out there. Look at Tesla if you haven't done so yet. I'm I'm telling you, it is the most incredible experience of car ownership and driving experience you've ever encountered in your life. Is it perfect? No. Is it a work in progress? Yes. But we get into it knowing that, but it's almost flawless, pretty damn close to it compared to you know looking at all the technology that's in that car. So I know we're not going to be commercial for Tesla. I'm just talking as a proud owner of one. That's all. So what would you say then are its flaws? It doesn't start. Anyway, it's a great <laughs> car. <laughs> you know, you take a Uber, you know what I'm saying? But you can look yeah, at it. Yeah. It looks great in your driveway. People say, ooh, it does look. look at that. You know? But uh, yeah. it, it, no, actually, it, it, it's got some occasional – I'm a big believer in autopilot. You know, I drive the L.A. Mm-hmm. freeways on autopilot a lot, self-driving. It navigates from point A to point B on the freeways. It doesn't – the beta – for it to navigate from point A to point B in any city. That means all the stop signs, all the red lights, turning corners, going down this street, then turning down this street. Uh, they're up to beta 11. There's about 1,000 vehicles out there that they've sent this software to, and they're out there you know, running it through the grind, and Tesla engineers are updating and tweaking and perfecting so it does full city self-driving yeah, awesome. from point A to point B. But what mine does, and so what I bought when I got my car, um, is something called FSD, which is full self-driving. And what that means on, on highway, what that means, um, I can, let's say I'm going from point A to point B, 
And a big part of that trip in the middle of point A to point B is on the highway. Yeah. Let's say several highways. It goes from highway A, then you have to get off this interchange to go to highway B, then merge to the right to make sure you get on highway C, then get off at this yeah. exit. It does all that, what I just described, all completely by itself, completely completely by itself. It changes wow. lanes. It goes to the passing lane, goes back to the regular lane. Sometimes I'm not paying attention. The car starts drifting over. I'm like, what the hell are you doing that for? I see it's got to get off an exit a couple, you know, that mile down the road. It's got to get <laughs> oh off. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I would literally be sweating at that point. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And, and what it used to do, and this has gotten a lot better, and this is the flaws. It used to phantom brake. So you'd be driving down a highway. You're on 65 or 60. I kind of drive a little slower, to, you know. But let's say you're driving 60 miles an hour. And suddenly, for no reason, you feel like you're in a jet and the thrust reverses went on. It goes to 45. Bam. You're like, whoa, whoa. Like, you know, hard. You know, boom. You know, if somebody's tailgating me, they'd plow in the back of my car, you know. So yeah, they've really, they've really tweaked that a lot. It doesn't do it nearly as often. And when it does do it, it's more of a gradual thing. And I tend to kind of keep my foot near the accelerator so I can kind of override it if need be. You know, but That's um, great. yeah. So outside of that, it really—I'm trying to think of what else it does that I would consider a flaw. Um, I can't how think of the, any. How I about just, the? Um, I, you forgot about the navigation system, the computer, the studio. Oh wow! Yeah, it's got a, it's got a multi-track recording studio. It's got a multi-track recording studio. Yeah. Wow. So I can, I can, yeah, on the screen I can lay down tracks, drums, piano keys, cello, all these different instruments, multi-track. Um, it's got some great games. It just got a brand new, amazing game of solitaire, which I don't really know how to play. Oh, oh it's got, you know, it does, it does all these fart sounds now. Now it's got a boom box on the, it's got a built-in speaker on the outside of the car and it lets wow. you play all these different fart sounds through your car speaker. So I can be hunking somebody <laughs> and this is the hunk. It does a big fart sound. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, it, it'll also cool. do. Oh, it'll do, it'll do an ice cream truck, it'll do a harp, it'll do all these different sounds uh, for, like, driving or backing up or, you know, just uh, if you're parked you want to play your boombox, you can put on your media and it'll play through outside the car. Um, okay, okay. One time I was playing yeah. the Rolling Stones and my daughter wanted to go pick up something from a takeout restaurant and, and I wanted, you know, I just got this new boombox upgrade and I'm playing Rolling Stones <laughs> live licks or something and I'm playing it and I'm inside the car listening and my daughter comes outside the store and she signals to me, Dad! You can, that's really loud. I'm like, oh shit, it's, it's got a boombox, the outside speaker's on. <laughs> She's a honky tonk woman, oh, it's loud, booming, you know. That's it's amazing. like having a transformer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I remember seeing a YouTube video once of this guy who got um, uh, a Tesla, and he did this like little, um, a little show. He parked up the car, and lights started flashing, the doors were opening, the music was playing. I was like, that is impressive. It was. It was like Transformers. I was like, whoa. Very, it's very It's an incredible cool. vehicle. It's an incredible vehicle. Yeah. Go to Tesla.com, read about it, whatever, buy one. If you're in a market, any of our listeners anywhere in the world that are in a market for a new car, you can get a basic Tesla, which has an autopilot, not self-navigating, but the, it's got, uh, it'll go in traffic and automatically, you know, if you hit a roadblock or congestion, it slows down, it stops, it goes, it stops, it, all by itself. That's included. Um, but you can get a basic <laughs> Uh, rear wheel drive Tesla Model 3. I think they started at 39, which is, you know, look at expensive, not even that, ex- I mean, Hondas or, you know, look at, a, you know, an Accord. I don't know. With, you start getting options in it, it can easily be in the 30s, you know. So, so you can get yeah. a Tesla and it's fully electric. I haven't pulled into a gas station outside of air, you know, for air in the tires occasionally here and there, but uh, actually only once in the year and a half I've had the car if I put a little bit of air in it. And the other How thing long does it take to charge? Sorry, sweetheart. Uh, charge. I, I have two years free charging, and it takes me um, – so I pull into the Tesla superchargers, which I have conveniently here, and they're all in amazing locations. Like you pull into a Tesla. You're usually in a parking garage. You drive up to the fifth or seventh level, whatever. You go yeah. into the stall. You charge. Then you walk around the mall or the shopping center or the outside shops or the restaurants and go get a beer or pizza or yeah. whatever. You know, go to Cheesecake Factory. And, and, these, and sometimes – and if and if you go, they don't want you sitting there after you're charged. So they charge you like fifty cents a minute, if if you're a couple minutes after your charge is complete. In case somebody's okay. you know, stuck to Macy's, they don't want you yeah. stopping while you're. So 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 another Tesla driver can't go in and charge because like, you're a Macy's. You know what I mean? So yeah. there have been times when I've been enjoying myself just in the mall, and I have it set to charge to eighty percent, and I see, oh, you got five minutes left. And I on my cell phone, I can change it, make it ninety percent. I'm not done yet. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. But, but, the, wow. but the time the time is uh for me to go from from five or six percent to ninety percent is fifty five minutes. 
Okay. Wow. Right? Okay. So if I'm at 40 or 30%, I want to put a little juice in it, you know, 20 minutes, whatever, 50 minutes. And if you're on a long, let's say you're on a long ride, you're going from point A to point B, and, you know, you go, you put on your navigation, you have a 15-inch screen, you put in, I want to go to Los Angeles to Philadelphia. In a matter of 30 seconds, it maps out your whole trip and all the supercharging stations you have to go to, and there's 14 of them coast to coast, and it tells you what your, what your battery level is going to be when you pull in and what your battery level is going to be when you pull out and what time you're going to be re- uh, approaching the next charging station. And all the charging stations are places where you want to make pit stops, get something to eat. You know, they're places you would stop anyway. I mean, how long does it take when you're on a long road trip to get, you know, go to a restaurant, go to a bathroom, relax a little bit, whatever, you know. You're going to take the same amount of time. But um, I don't charge at home. um, But um, in my next house, I'll probably put a a charger in there. I'm looking for a new home now. But but I have free – I don't pay for any – energy whatsoever. I took advantage of a promo. So I have another, about another year of free charging. So I can drive, I can live in this car. As a matter of fact, it's wow. been cold in LA recently. So I go on my mm-hmm. cell phone, I put climate on, I'm going to warm up to 75 and put my seat heater on. So when yeah. I get in the car, it's nice and toasty, ready to go, you know, Lovely. everything's auto. It's just, I can't, you know, I'm going on on here. I'm taking, I'm sorry. We're no, taking no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because okay, it's amazing. So on a full charge then, how, yeah. how far does it go? About 315 miles, 320 miles. Wow, okay. Wow. That's really good. Okay. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. expecting less than that. Yep, yep. And the battery That's degrades great. over 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 a period of time. I mean, you know, I might be... And they say the supercharging, you know, that's all I do. I mean, I've gone to Whole Foods and put a, you know, the, it gets, you know, 10 miles an hour of charging. It just, you know, and there's other charging stations I can go to, too. You know, EV Go and, and Quick Plug or whatever they're called. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of EV charging stations and different companies that offer it for a very low fee. I think if I paid Tesla for their charging, if I wasn't on a free program, it would be uh, 28 cents per kilowatt hour. And, uh, and at home, your home electricity bill is about between eight and eleven cents per kilowatt hour. At least what I pay here in LA and in, in Pennsylvania. Um, so you know, Tesla charges a lot of money, twenty-eight cents versus you know, at home it's eleven cents. And there's third parties that charge less than Tesla, but Tesla has these superchargers. And now, now they have third-tier superchargers, which I have yet to to go to, which can take yeah. you from five percent to ninety percent in twenty minutes. Mm. Done. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and they say it's not great for the battery, but and I comment yeah. on I go on the Tesla owners and I help people, new owners with their issues and questions and so forth. I'm really active in that. But um I've I've actually probably seen a little bit of battery deterioration, maybe because of supercharging. So maybe I used to get three sixteen. I haven't really measured it in months. But I I don't I'm not too bad. I get over three hundred miles to a charge and that's you know, that's fine. That's you know that's, good. That's great. That is that's good. That's very very good. I'm very impressed, Tesla. Well done, Bravo. Well done. Well, and well now done. and now uh, now Elon Musk is working on an airplane. It's only one of the company Ooh. in the in the world that makes cars okay. and airplanes, and that's Honda. I don't know if those of you who, know, who looked up or know anything about the Honda Jet. It's an incredible little jet, like a Cessna Citation or a Learjet. It's got the engines on top of the wing. Um, incredible, very efficient, fast little airplane. Uh, I think it seats about eight or so, but Honda makes this jet, and uh, they use the Honda car interior people to build the interior of the of this airplane. So it's kind of cool. Nice. But wow. so uh, Elon Musk inappropriately incor- and and not in- incorrectly uh, said in an interview that there is no other car manufacturer that builds um, jets or airplanes as well, and he was wrong. There is Honda does. Anyway, he's building an airplane. That's going to run on batteries, and it's going to not re- need a runway. It's going to go vertical takeoff, then forward, and be able to go supersonically and go, uh, God knows, you know, solar panels and go long distances. Wow. Yeah, so they're working on that now, Incredible. and they expect to have a prototype in 2022. But uh, wow. Elon Musk, my man, they, they put a man, you know, they're put, you know, building these spaceships that go up and down, and, you know, there's oh, – oh, e- <laughs> I think it's Tesla. Yes. I think it's Tesla's building a hotel in space uh-huh. now. He's starting to design like a, a Hilton, and, and it's going to be in Earth orbit. Like you'll be able to make reservations right. in this hotel and go up in the Tesla wow. uh, SpaceX. You dock at the hotel, you know, and you stay there for a few days and come back down, like a Hilton. Wow. 
<laughs> I would be puppet, Andy. I think I would be nervous. Well, you know, it's unbelievable, and it's and we can yeah. do all these things. We can do all these things. You know, it's, yeah. it's human ingenuity. Just like we can, we can look for a healthier, cleaner environment. Like the company, one of our uh, our new sponsors, and we're sponsoring them, or they're sponsoring us. I don't know how you want to say it. A company called we talked about on Friday called Jade Wave. Shop sustainably. And we want to say, who exactly is Jade Wave? Well, Jade Wave is committed to transforming the way consumers integrate sustainability into everyday life. They're offering one-stop shops for environmentally friendly alternatives to home, wellness, and lifestyle products. And their aim is to ultimately eliminate single-use plastics from the marketplace. You know, each one of us ingests plastic every week, every day. We actually – we don't know it, but we're actually – we are actually ingesting plastic in our everyday lives. And, uh, right. and Jade yeah. Wave is a company that's, um, you know, you'll read about them soon in the Wall Street Journal and in the Rob Report. Um, they're committed to transforming the way consumers integrate sustainability into daily life. And it's uh, time that we all start pretending like plastic disappears when we throw it away because it does not. Plastic's polluting yeah. our oceans, harming our environment and our health. Plastic never breaks down, only apart. And yeah, it's a food chain. That's nasty. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and it gets into our biology. It gets into our physiology. Mm. Um, yeah. And eliminating single-use plastics from the home is the most impactful way to curb plastic waste. Jade yeah. Wave is is going to, going to be these emerging growth companies that's offering, you know, uh, a one-stop shop for eco-friendly alternatives that for products that you use every day in your home. So check yeah. out the jade-wave.com, and we're going to be watching this company as they as they as they do grow and and uh, become um, you know get more in the news. And uh, it's pretty exciting to watch these folks take off in just uh, the short time they've been in existence, which I think is just less than a month. I don't know, a couple months, but I'm excited about it. Yeah. So we'll be talking more about it. And um, absolutely, let's get to our oh, phones. Uh, I know we have a friend of ours we haven't heard from him because we've been on all sorts of crazy times and so forth. But yeah. uh, we haven't heard from this guy in a while, partly of your own fault. And uh, it's it, and and uh, see, I've got to remember his name since so long. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're gonna welcome. We're <laughs> teasing. We're gonna welcome Chet back on. Wait, no, I'll let him do an introduction. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Here he is. Are you with us? And direct from Honolulu, Hawaii, it's Chet. Hey! Hey! Hey, Chet! Hey, Chet, how you doing? Someday I'm going to learn how to pronounce the town where I live. (laughs) (laughs) Honolulu. There we go. I got it that time. Honolulu. Is it Honolulu? Honolulu. I don't know. I don't remember now. I know there's an A in there somewhere, but I never, okay. I'm never really sure where to put it. Okay. <laughs> Chad is one of our VIP callers, or give him like VIP status here in the show. He is. Yes, um, yes. For those of you who might remember or know, or because he's been on, you know, quite a few times, he is an incredibly talented composer, producer, bass player, guitar player, songwriter, performer. Really what did I miss, Chet? <laughs> all around nice guy. Yeah. All around nice guy. But I, I was watching this uh, this fur piece ranch video with uh, Jean Luc and uh, and Jack Cassidy, and thinking that could be Chet sitting there playing bass. It could be Chet, you know? Yeah. Could be Cassidy's a good one, that's for sure. I love what he does, and you remind me of your style. Reminds yeah. me of what he does. It really does. It really does. A little you have that bit. Same, yeah, I like you, to get the melodic thing going. Yeah, you, you have that same kind of – it's not just the notes that come out. It's the feel and the style that you put into it. You know what I mean? Notes are notes, but mm-hmm. it goes deeper than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So anyway, I we're had following – yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say I had a really great bass player when I was living in Tucson, uh, Phil Anderson, who – Really had that style wired. He he was like it was like having Jack next to you. So I almost never had to play lead. I just let him have play the leads. <laughs> it was really Aww. useful. <laughs> and play rhythm and sing the songs. Have you been va- have you been vaccinated yet? No, I I got an email from my doctor's office that seemed to sound like I could call them up and maybe get the vaccine. I'm 
I'm looking into checking out which one's the best, the most effective, and see if I can get that one. <laughs> I got yeah. uh, I got the uh, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, Modelo? Wait, is, it, is that a beer? Yeah, that's a beer. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Wait, is that the Is that the way? <laughs> That's what they're giving here in LA. Yeah, we, we... <laughs> I got the Modella. Yeah, that's the one I got there. You know what I mean? Yeah. They call the you. Moderna. Uh, uh, malaria. No. <laughs> no. What's it called? Mod- Moderna. Moderna, I think. Moderna. Is the name of it, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Think... That one. I got that one. Yeah. That one. Excellent. Yeah. Right. Yeah, see? I got that one. You know what <laughs> Recommended mean? for people 18 years and older. I, I, what, mentally or, or chronologically? <laughs> chronologically. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for the one they do on a sugar cube. Yeah, me too, Ooh. like the polio. I remember we talked about one yeah, time. I already did this. I already got yeah. stuck with a needle for the polio thing, and then my brother got to, my younger brother got to do the sugar cube for the polio one. But wow. Yeah, I did the sugar cube. I think in, I did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. in the first trials for that. Hmm. Oh, very cool, Sabine, very cool. Sabine, I think. All right. Yeah, the, um, I got, uh, they, they, they done did it to me. And, uh, my reaction, I started feeling, you know, I started getting, <laughs> you know, a couple issues there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Losing function. Huh? Yeah. Sound like SpongeBob. Andy, what have I told you about playing with your pogo stick? Yeah, right. <laughs> On the show. Hey, Andy, take that, take that thing down to Florida. <laughs> Be- between that and growing a third arm, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's Sponge SpongeBob. Uh, 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 oh gosh. A square dance. Never square mind. dance. Square I'm not here. Square dance. Not square, <laughs> oh, square dance. What's his name? Square SpongeBob. Pants. Square pants or dance? SpongeBob yeah. Kimball. Yeah. SpongeBob <laughs> Kimball. SpongeBob Kimball. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. I'm thinking All I see is that's this. my youngest cat bouncing around <laughs> the place. I get these cartoon images in my mind as soon as I hear that sound of just, you know, Andy flying all over the place. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Did um, so? What else is new in the world? You know, I looked into that Apple thing. You know, we mentioned it on the last show. Yeah, about, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something to do with the the magnets, and and um, it said that all iPhone 12 models uh, should be kept at a safe distance from individuals with pacemakers or really. Fibrillators, yeah, according to a new warning issued to Apple customers in a support document on the company's website. Um, let's see. Apple noted that its iPhones and MagSafe accessories contain magnets and radios that emit electromagnetic fields that might interfere with medical devices. So all iPhone 12 models contain more magnets than prior iPhone models. They're not expected to pose a greater risk of magnetic interference to medical devices than prior iPhone models, the company added. Medical devices such as implanted pacemakers and defibrillators might contain sensors that respond to magnets and radios when in close contact. Uh, Apple is advising that customers keep iPhones and compatible MagSafe accessories at least six inches away from pacemakers and... (laughs) Sorry, I just don't know why I'm starting to laugh. Boing, 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 boing. I love Amanda's mind. We are so much alike. It's like, we've never met. I just can't wait to meet this person because we are so much alike. It's ridiculous. Our minds think alike. We're, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking that's like Jesus' way too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, me, I don't know anymore. You get, you know, you get a couple of those modellas and you're, uh, you know, forget, you know, don't worry about stickers anymore. <laughs> 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 oh, so they're going to call this uh, iPhone 12 the Death Star model, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
goodness. Well, I'll I'll kill off all the old them. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? There's yeah. a, a secret society probably behind this. Somewhere. I think what you just said is very important. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, go ahead. Serious out there saying, you know, keep away from Apple now. You know, they're trying to kill people off, and I don't know, but yeah. Oh. Mm, Interesting mm, times mm. indeed. Interesting times. Uh, <laughs> you tell him about the Ruth. <laughs> you tell him about the Ruth. Well, I guess it's how do you make a phone call with, an, uh, with one of those if you have a defibrillator implanted? There's no okay. way to make a phone call and keep it at least six inches away from the defibrillator. Well, a defibrillator implanted right about at shoulder level. What about mm. Bluetooth? I mean, I don't know if that affects. It shouldn't affect devices like that. Otherwise, we would have heard about it, I imagine. But I guess that would be the way to do it: is be through Bluetooth device. You know, and those headphones you can put in. Um, well, they they come with headphones anyway, so you could always plug that into the phone and use it. I should, and I don't know if that would be a safe thing. Can you imagine your phone mm. like over the other side of the room while you're well, stretched on this cord? <laughs> you know, they're, they're really strap, strap, yeah, yeah, strap, strap the phone questions. to your ankle. Yeah, yeah. Do anybody still have landlines? No. Uh, no. Not I. No. A landmine? Did you say a landmine? I, I said a la- la- land. Why would I do? What would I do with a landmine? I'm sorry, a landmine. Don't, gotcha. don't walk out the front, right? <laughs> <laughs> this land is mine. Land. <laughs> what if you're the landmine? What kind of question is that? You may have a landmine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it may feel like one if you keep your iPhone too close to your chest. Right. Blimey! Yeah. Let me tell you, man. I tell you, yeah, yeah landline. No, I haven't had one of them in a long time. Yeah, so Ours, uh, I ours saw is one. broke. Is that right? Doesn't yes, yeah, it. Yeah, it's about three hundred yards of it, and it, it broke and slammed on the ground. At least I hope mm. it's the telephone line. Uh oh. Huh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. I'm doing Andy's noises. I seem to have adopted them. Huh. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Anyway, we are so funny. Oh, oh, my, so, oh my pacemaker! Oh. <laughs> you know, the souls have gotten very, very expensive. Actually, we have to keep the Andy and Amanda show six inches away from our pacemakers. Really? <laughs> I would. Yeah. You said six magnetic influence. Ooh. <laughs> Must be our magnetic personalities. That would. That's right. Oh, that my goodness. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I w- yes, I would. I she just got within six inches of her iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she did. Oh, my goodness. Oh man! Because we used to say, you know, we we want we want our audiences to please uh, put your uh, phones on uh, vibrate and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, did you ever get near one of you know a speaker one that when the when they put too much bass in it, you know? And the... Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the vibration. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. She is. God damn right I have. <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> some, of the, some of the ladies like to sit on them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm right. Hey, go on, Andy. When you, when you start playing and my cat start licking himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, you look kind of good. <laughs> no. well, yeah, I actually like now. women much more than I like men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, you know, my um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I was going to say something, but I don't remember what it was. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, I guess we need to go over our numbers. I sponsor, Let's go over Andy. Our... You forgot. I sponsor. Oh, no, I, I talked about that already. The um, uh, Jade Weave? Yeah. I did already, didn't I? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, I did. 
Where have you been, Cor- Cornell? What are you doing? Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, gaslighting you. Uh, uh. You should focus on that cat. Yeah. <laughs> Can't ball now. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. Chet, what's been going on in your world, darling? Most of the same stuff. I've been, you know, working on. Actually, gotten back working on a little bit on the music project, and yeah. we're getting oh, ready for the. Those sounds you sent are amazing. For any of our listeners who don't know about this, which I don't think you do, I haven't mentioned it before, um, but there was a song that I did, and I heard it, and he was like, oh, I really like this song. I would love to, to be able to you know, do some guitars on this track. And he sent me his uh, two versions of it, and oh my goodness, it's absolutely beautiful. And so Chet and I have been going backwards and forwards in email discussing how to make it um, official, and... Uh, release the track with his beautiful work on it, and I'm excited to do that. So, by the way, That's thank you, awesome. Chet. Yes. Oh, you're more than welcome. Had a great time. <laughs> I even I even made a while I was at it. I I shot video with my green screen. Yeah, and, I was impressed. Uh, I saw it. So it I was put great. together a composite video of the bass and the four guitar tracks. Uh, That's awesome. That I was playing. Yeah, it's it's very fun. enjoyable. A lot of fun. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. It really like I, I when I listened to it back, I was like, oh my goodness, he's just giving it that sparkle to the track, that that character that you know at the time when you're creating something, you think, oh, this sounds great, and then you you can't possibly think at the time how to improve it. Not that I have the ability to to get on a guitar like that and jam like that. So, you know, hearing what you've put on top of it is is amazing. So I'm very grateful to you, sweetheart, and I'm looking forward to working with you. Thank you. You're great. welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> Aww. Aww, he's so sweet. Yeah. It's Very what good. I do. Yeah. Yeah, was, I saw that video by the way. It was very well done. Very well done. Yes, nice. Yeah. Um the um let's go over a number before our time runs down today's show, which we do this, we try to get to this every show. So I think it's important that we address this and look at the real world, what's going on out there. Um, and that is the, the reported cases of coronavirus at deaths by country or territory. And, uh, you know, just a few of them we talk about here. But the uh, in the USA, there's been uh, 26,166,200 cases, uh, of which 151,726 are new. 439,000 people well, actually, almost hmm. 440,000 people, 439,517, have died thus far. And oh in, within the last 24 hours, actually, I can tell you how many hours. It, it's not exactly 24. It's a little little less anyway, about 21. This is, I'm missing about two hours here. But as of today, uh, between yesterday and today, 3,912 people have lost their lives due to coronavirus. Oh, 3, That's so scary. Yesterday, oh. right? Yesterday, in one day period, that would be from Saturday over to Sunday. That 24-hour period, 4,198 people died. And Friday to Saturday, yeah. because our last show was Friday, let's just talk about what happened then. Um, it was hmm. down to uh, it was down to 1,912. And I thought we were, you know, as we addressed on Friday's show, that I thought we were going to see a, a downward trend. Um, yeah. But you know, there's there's one thing you know that's that's that bewilders me and I guess and a lot of people probably I'm sure not just me yeah. that the yeah. N95 mask you know we all I wear a mask um, as a lot of times I get it in my car even like for example I went to the post office today and I struggled like hell to get this goddamn huge box out of my car and onto the truck and wheeled up post office and I realized oops I put my mask and I forgot I had one in my pocket so I was going to just leave the box there in the, in the wheel, so I have to carry it all, you know, take it all back to the car. But then I realized mm. if I leave a great big box in front of the post office with nobody there, they might be suspicious. So I figured I'd better leave <laughs> yeah. it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 yes. It would be even more so, suspicious if you're wearing a mask and yeah. you leave the box there. Yeah. <laughs> and then put TikTok on it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I realized when I went back to my car to get a mask, I kept several in there. I realized I do have one in my front pocket, and I didn't. I forgot. But anyway, um, 
but we all wear masks, and some are better. Some are worth next to nothing. Some some are 25% effective. You know, people wear pieces of fabric over their their mouth. Some wear surgical masks, which are better. Those blue ones on the outside, wet on the inside, whatever. Um, the N95 mask is, and we probably all heard of that mask at one point or another. Um, yeah. It works. Uh, I'll describe the way it works because you get a better visualization. Do you ever you know, put uh, your socks in the dryer with clothes and you go to take your socks out and they're stuck to something up? You pull your sock off, whatever it's stuck to, at that electrostatic uh-huh. bonding rate. Yeah. That is how the N95 mask works with uh, bacteria and viruses. There's an electrostatic filter in there that, that just stops the contaminant, whatever it is, from going any further than the filter system. And the, uh, the problem with the N95 masks is they all have to be fitted to you. Like when you get one, you just can't put it on like you, you can a normal mask and you maybe put a little tighter around your nose or something like that. The N95 mask needs to be you know, fitted to you, which you can do, but it needs to be fitted. Um, it is the most effective mask against any, any airborne bacteria or virus or anything. It's just incredibly effective. And mm-hmm. we, we've known about the, uh, the N95 mask. I had a business opportunity, in all honesty. A good friend of mine... Um, I've worked with in the past, um, you know, sent me an email, you know, back when this thing started, March or April, Andy, N95 mess. I've got a million of them. They sell for $10, the U.S. $11, your price $1.19 each. Let's wow. do this thing. Let's do this thing. I mean, you know, oh boom. My God. I mean, start a website. You know, let's just do this thing. Uh, you have to buy them by the pal. They don't have to buy all a million of them. I think I had to buy 50000 at a time or something like that for $1.19 each. And, uh, and they aren't N95 masks. It's not because they're made in China and they're cheaper. So they're real N95 masks. And I could have taken them over here and then put them on the internet, the advertising, sold them for $10, $11, whatever, and made whatever. You know, probably mm. I probably have another Tesla. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, I, I said, nah, 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 nah. But today you can actually buy. And I, I, had, a, I had a feeling this was going to happen. You can actually buy an N95 mask today for five bucks. And by the time you, you know, if I paid for the product and gotten over here and did the advertising, I mean, what would my cost really been? You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, putting that aside, um, the N95 mask has been known and was the original mask. That's what you need to wear when this thing was first kind of, you know, making treks through our population. If it had, if we had somehow made some kind of national, like Biden did today and yesterday and Friday, and come at the president or somebody had come out at the time and said, you know what, the entire population must have and wear an N95 mask. Because guess what? If we all wear this mask, 100 days, 90 days, 100 days, everybody wears an N95 when you leave your house. Guess what happens to the virus? Where's Donald Trump when you need him? It magically disappears. It goes away. It goes away. It goes away. No vaccine, no nothing. If it can't spread... Then where's then where's it go? Yeah. Nowhere, nowhere. Yeah. And and the we had the ability to do this. We could have done this. Four hundred yeah. some thousand people have lost their lives. Some people say, oh, it's a hoax. There are more people die. It's not a hoax. Jesus Christ, people wake up, wake the hell up. This is real. People are dying. I think people have lost I their lives. I think they still would have pushed the vaccine though, because there, a lot of funding oh. went straight into it, didn't it? Straight away. For sure, the vaccine yeah. would have still happened. No question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. However, there'd be a whole lot more people living today who aren't. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you completely. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Wow. Anyway. Oh, we're coming to the end forward. of our show. Oh, my God. This is, it goes by so fast. It does. It really does. Well, tomorrow we're going to play the press environmental press conference. I want everybody to tune in for it at 5 o'clock tomorrow, the Andy and Amanda Show. Or to say hello and run it. You should hear it. Tune in tomorrow on Block Talk Radio, the Andy and Amanda Show. And, uh, hell, um, uh, guess you're waiting for me to shut up. I will. Go ahead, Amanda. Take it away. <laughs> okay. From uh, Andy Kimball in Hollywood and Cornell Butler in Delaware. <laughs> From Jack Gardner in Hawaii and Amanda Love's in somewhere in the UK. Uh, have a great time tonight or whatever you're doing. Uh, thank you for joining us. Keep smiling, stay safe, and uh, do the right thing for yourself and everybody else around you. And thank you for joining us. We love you. I wholeheartedly agree. And everybody have a good night. You know what I'm saying? Like a good, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys. Take care, thank everybody. You. Have a Bye, good night. Everyone. Bye. Bye. Aloha.